Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. I'm super duper excited to be here with you today and to talk about this episode, which I'm calling Get Your Hopes Up. Get those suckers way up there. <laughs> and I'm going to come at this concept, this idea from a couple of different angles. First, I'll, I'll share where the inspiration for the episode came from. And then I want you to just kind of look at this, just keep your minds open, take what works, leave the rest. And hopefully something that I share um, that's on my mind and on my heart will land, land for you as well. That's always my hope that you'll walk away with something that was valuable or, or helpful or hopeful. So get your hopes up. So I was talking to somebody who uh, was how do I say this, hoping for a particular outcome or, you know, was, was hoping to accomplish something or have, have something uh, go in their favor or whatever. And they kind of made an offhanded comment as they were talking to me where they said, they kind of mumbled it, you know what I mean? <laughs> like under their breath a little bit where it's like, yeah, but I'm not going to get my hopes too, uh, you know, too high or I'm not going to get my expectations up there. And when I, um, when I was responding to what they said, I said, whoa, 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 because I'm like, let me, let me be the annoying spiritual mentor that I am <laughs> and just point this out because language is really important, especially the shit that we say to ourselves because our subconscious mind is always listening and our subconscious mind doesn't often know the difference between what's real and imagined, what's in the present, what's in the past. So the things that we say like mad is it's like, I'm like, they're, we're always listening. <laughs> I'm like, by we, I mean me, <laughs> like us, we're, so, parts of our mind are always listening. So we have to be wicked careful and wicked intentional with our words. So I was like, no, 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 no. Listen, get your hopes way up there. And this is what I shared with them. And hopefully, <coughs> and excuse me, because I still have a little bit of this stuff in my chest where it makes me cough when I talk. So hopefully I won't hack in your ears too much in this episode. So forgive me in advance though if I do. Uh, so what I was saying is I shared with them something that I had heard, okay, a wicked long time ago. I think like 15 years ago, maybe I heard this and it stayed with me ever since. Now, of course, it was something that was in some ways familiar because as a Course in Miracles student, I really believe and have come to understand through my own personal experience that the mind is caused, the things that we think are caused, the world, our experiences, what's happening out there are effect. So projection makes perception. Our thoughts have power. There are no, what's the word I'm looking for? There are no, uh, I would say, inconsequential thoughts in a way. So we always want to be keeping a vigilant like lookout for the things that we say or whatever. And also that we can choose better feeling thoughts. We can hold visions, right? Visualizations. I'm sure you guys have heard that term before visualizations. We'll get into that in a minute. And so I started thinking about this thing that I had heard a wicked long time ago from um, a guy named Guru Singh. Now, if you're a fan of, if, if you, you know, I don't know if you've been in the yoga world at all, or if you've listened to the ritual podcast or whatever, if you just might happen to know who Guru Singh is, but he had this little, this little saying, it was like a little, he called it like a little life bite, quote unquote, life bite, like a little bite-sized <laughs> nugget, a little morsel of wisdom. And it had all to do with this. 
Now, like I said, coming from a Course in Miracles background, what he said like really landed for me. And I just really love the way that he said it very simply. So I'm going to share it with you now. He was talking about, again, when there's something that we're dreaming of, when there's something that we want, where there's something that we desire, where there's a, a, an idea that we have or an outcome that we want. And he talks about it like this. He calls it walk as if, walk as if. He says, dream your dream. Okay. Walk as if and dream your dream. And let me break it down a little bit further or farther to what he says. He says, walk as if, and, and then he says, fill in the blank as if whatever, whatever the thing is that you want to come true. Right. So name it. He's like, fill in this blank, walk as if, and fill in this blank, dream your dream and walk as if, and again, fill in the blank, whatever the thing is that you want to come true, that you want to happen, the positive thing, the positive outcome, right? We don't use this kind of stuff to harm other people or to harm animals or to hurt yourself, right? These are all positive uh, visions that you want, you know, envision the most positive outcome that you can. So walk as if and fill in the blank. Dream your dream and walk as if fill in the blank because we know what we want we receive our expectations. He says this, so learn to expect the best and don't follow, you know, that old saying, don't get your hopes up or don't get your expectations up. You don't want to be disappointed. He says, do not follow this. (laughs) Do not follow the old saying, don't get your hopes up or don't get your expectations up. You don't want to be disappointed. If you don't want to be disappointed, don't be. Act in a different way. Walk as if and get your expectations way up there. Be yourself. Be yourself. Dream your dream. Don't try to be anybody else, but get your hopes, your dreams, your expectations way up there. And this is what I often say to clients too. I say, hey, look, if you have um, a dream an idea, a vision, a project, something that you're trying to bring to fruition and um, it doesn't go your way, right? The plan doesn't work out the way that you thought it should or would. Don't, you don't have to get disappointed. Of course, of course, you're not a robot. Feel your feelings. However, trust that, I always say, trust that something better is right around the corner. Trust that something divine is working on your behalf and working through you. If you don't want to be disappointed, choose a better feeling thought. Choose a better thought. Take your attention, move it away from I'm disappointed and turn it into the new direction. I do. I mean, I'm not, I'm human, right? I'm human. So I still sometimes, right? If I was excited about something or hoping for something and it doesn't happen or whatever, I take the moment to allow myself to feel the feeling because I don't want to suck it up and stuff it down anymore. That's old patterns, old behaviors that don't serve me anymore. So I don't pour pink paint over things. I don't pretend like there's not that moment where I'm like, oh man, but then I choose a better feeling thought. I turn my attention and I trust. Here's the key thing. I trust that something greater than me and smarter than me is at work on not only my behalf, but on behalf of everybody that's involved for the best. That's how I like to think of it. I obviously can't control 90% of probably what happens in the world. What I can control is myself and my own thoughts and my own mind. 
in my own words, in my own actions, in my own choices and behaviors. So I hope this is helpful to you in some way. <clears throat> dream your dream, walk as if, get your hopes way up there, like wicked high up there. And then if things take a um, plot twist, right? If things pivot unexpectedly, have your moment if you need it, turn your attention, choose a better feeling thought and choose not to be disappointed, act in a different way. It's so incredibly powerful and incro incredibly simple. However, not, not all people will take this information and put it into practice because we like to sit in the shitty diaper, as I call it. <laughs> we like to throw pity parties. We like to feel sorry for ourselves. We like to whatever. So like I said, I'm not saying we don't have a real like human moment where we feel our things. We just don't build altars to the suffering and sit there worshiping it, right? So I thought this was really helpful. And I just love the way that he said it. Don't believe the old saying of don't get your hopes up. I'm like, get them way high up, get them way high up and envision that outcome, that result that you want because there's power in it. So you may or may not have heard of a guy named um, William Arthur Ward. So William Arthur Ward was a motivational writer. He was born in 1921. He died in 1994. And he's been quoted like a gazillion times. He has a lot of famous quotes. But one of the things that he said is this. He said, if you can imagine it, you can achieve it. If you dream it, you can become it. Let me say this one more time. If you can imagine it, you can achieve it. If you dream it, you can become it. Now, I know this kind of uh, simple motivational phrase can just be like, oh, such a toss away, like whatever, it's bullshit. It's a bunch of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You don't know, right? You don't know my situation, KK. You don't understand why this isn't true, blah, blah, blah. We have a lot of ways that we try to take ourselves out of the knees. However, something that's really powerful about this is what he's talking about is if you can imagine it, if you can dream it, if you let your mind go into that place of visualization, imagination, creativity, powerful shit can happen, right? We're going we're gonna to talk about this a little bit because there is a science behind visualization. You have probably heard um, about elite athletes, professional athletes, who before they get on the, um, the basketball court or before they take a swing of the golf club or before they swing the bat or throw the ball or do the thousand way, take the ski jump, all the thousands of ways that they perform, they go into their mind and they use visualization in an incredibly effective way. And what it is, is it's partly being able to take them from where they are right now to where they want to be. And they visualize the process. They visualize where they are and the outcome that they want to have, the result that they want to have. And the mental imagery, the, the mental picture, right? The, the thing that they visualize, the movie that they play in their mind is a really powerful component of helping them to achieve that outcome or the success or the gold medal or whatever it is, the win, right? That they, they want or the record-breaking time or whatever. It's really powerful. And um, you can use your thoughts, right? To create certain outcomes. And we're gonna talk a little bit more how to do this. So um, there's a practice uh, that you can do. I'll share it with you guys at the end. I'll tell you where I learned about it, where I, where I got it from. But um, here's the thing, visualization, let's be really clear. So there's something that I say on, uh, I've, I've said it before in 
my newsletter. I say it on my website in some of my sales copy on my on you know a couple of my different um, pages. I've talked about it on the podcast before. And one of the things that I often say is, if you want the universe, if you want God or source or whatever you call it, right, to guide your steps and your actions, I always say you better be willing to move your own damn feet. So this isn't about just kind of daydreaming away and wishing and just imagining that all oh, a million dollars is rolling into your bank account. There's more to it than that. It's not just sitting around and like crossing your fingers and hopeful wishing, right? It's not, it's, it's, there's, there's, it's not just about wishing something is going to happen. We want stuff that's kind of a little bit more practical. I'm a very practical teacher. I like things that are a little more grounded in reality. Even if we're thinking about future outcomes, I want something that feels substantial and that I can stand on. Okay. Now we know that a ton of famous people have also, I mean, by now you've probably seen the story, um, Jim Carrey. I, I don't, was it L, Oprah? L, I don't know. He's on one of those talk shows. I think it was Oprah back in the day. And he pulled out that check. I think he had written himself a check for like $10 million or something like that. And he said he carried it around in his wallet. He saw that sucker. He thought about that sucker. He visualized getting that money, right? He carried that check. He wrote that check out to himself, kept it in his wallet until it came true. And I think it's really a powerful thing. And even myself, even I remember like, I think Oprah came on the scene in 1986 when I was a senior in high school. And I all, like, I thought about meeting her. I thought about being on her show. I thought about having my book one day being like an Oprah book, book club pick. I thought about it. It was one of those things that, you know, call it whatever you want to call it on your bucket list or, you know, one of my dreams. It was a dream of mine. So when I got to meet her a few years ago, I was like, oh my God, it's like I conjured her. I willed her. I manifested Oprah. You know what I'm saying? Meaning I, the opportunity because I visualized it so many times in my head. So I've seen this stuff at work in my own life, right? And so there are different ways to approach this. There's guided imagery, like in, hip, when, in hypnotism, when, when as a certified hypnotist now, one of the things that we use in our work with people are what we call scripts. And scripts are when we write out basically this relaxation, this journey, this changing of subconscious programming. It's incredibly powerful. It's called scripts. Uh, and so elite athletes have used things like visualizations, guided imagery, and scripting. And they do it to, for a thousand different reasons. They do it to overcome fear. They do it to uh, stimulate practicing, like doing the thing in their mind again and again and again. So it's not just about using their physical body. It's about using their mental muscles as well to see themselves doing the thing, to imagine their body doing the thing. And there's been plenty of Olympic athletes have talked about that they use this as part of their training. It's a tool that people use um, to go after their goals and to go after their dreams. And it's, it's pretty cool. And so I'm going to read a little snippet of something. It says, sports psychologists say that visualization is effective for improving athletic performance, creative thinking, and strength. It has a ton of benefits, you guys, doing this kind of imagery and visualization. Uh, some of the benefits are you improve your courage. You improve your resilience, you improve your memory, your confidence, your focus, your concentration, 
your energy regulation, being able to keep yourself from getting anxious or scared or whatever. It also helps to improve your recall of things in your head. And obviously it can definitely boost your performance in a, in a bunch of different ways, not just athletically, but um, any kind of job and stuff that you have. So it's also been proven that research suggests that visualizing things, it can spark what they call psychological flow. And flow, as you may know, is associated with the state of peak performance. When you're in the flow, things just kind of think about the word, the word actually describes the thing, right? You're in that flow, whether it's of um, a motion of the body or motion of the mind, like what's happening in the mind. Like when, for me as a writer, I can always just say, when I'm in the flow as a writer, the world disappears, time disappears. I don't even think about food, being hungry. Like eventually my bladder will let me know, like it's time to take a break or like, I'll have to be like, oh, I got to stand up. But when I'm in that flow of, of writing and that energetics of, uh, I call it like the fearless flow, when I'm in that, man, there is nothing like it. And you can use this kind of powerful visualization technique for all kinds of different things, right? It's like, and, and most of us, unfortunately, don't use this tool. We may not know about it. We may not know how to access it. It's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about it a little bit today and then give you a, a practical tool for like kind of how to use it. But you can use visualization for mastering a new skill. Uh, when obviously I talked about this, becoming more confident, you know, when you're trying to go after a goal and you're like, oh, am I up to this task? I don't know if I can do it. Uh, you can use it for when you're, you're, you're scared or stressing out or freaking out about something to calm, calm yourself down. You can also use it when you're brainstorming, when you're trying to be creative or come up with plans or strategies or solutions or systems to things. And it definitely helps you uh, to achieve goals that might otherwise seem out of, out of your depth or out of your league or, or just really difficult. When you start to practice first in your mind, it's really powerful. So when I read this, uh, and I learned about this before, um, even before becoming a, a hypnotist, because I've been interested in brain science for like a really long time and subconscious reprogramming and all the different things. And here's the thing that we know about the brain, which is so incredible. I'll never forget when I first heard this. I literally just sat there, I think with my mouth open, looking a little stupid, like I was catching flies, as they say, because I was like, wait, what? Oh my God, this is, this is incredible. And it's totally fascinating. But did you know that the mind, your brain, your mind <laughs> cannot tell the difference. It cannot tell the difference. It cannot distinguish between imagination and reality. Let's just like, let that land for a second. Your mind can't distinguish between imagination, what's not real, right? And reality. This is why the subconscious mind is so powerful, but stay with me. So think about this. When you have a thought, right? It triggers it starts this process. It releases like this chemical cocktail of like neurochemicals up in your brain. And whether you're thinking about the future, you're thinking about the past, you're thinking about the present moment, your brain gets stimulated in the same way. Whether you're physically doing it and it's real and it's happening in real time, like you're performing an action or, or doing something with your body, or you're simply visualizing it in your brain, like with your mind's eye, doesn't know the difference. How amazing is, is that? So your body and brain perceive 
the things that you worry about, the things that you think about and stress about, that shit that keeps you up at night at 3 a.m. that you're running over and over and over and over again in your mind. And you wonder why your heart is racing and you wonder why your like, throat is dry and you wonder why you're grinding your teeth and clenching your jaw, right? Because your body and your brain perceive things as being real in the present moment. So if you are thinking about so today I was doing this, right? I did this one of these exercises where I was visualizing a positive outcome of something that I wanted. And I was thinking about my book and I was thinking about finally finishing the book and imagining it in my head. And I was thinking about sitting down to write and I was thinking about typing the end, right? I was thinking about all these things and then how it felt to finally be complete and then getting it out into the world, right? So I'm not gonna bore you guys with the whole shebang, but as I was, <coughs> excuse me, as I was thinking about all this, I could feel my body, my inner state start to shift. I literally could feel my fit. My eyes were closed, right? While I was doing this. And I felt my mouth smile. I felt my energy lift up and get lighter. I felt myself start to get excited. And I was like, all I'm doing is using the screen of my mind, right? I was using my mind, um, as a, a, like a movie theater or a drive-in like up on the big screen and I was visualizing and seeing it, but I was bringing in, this is the important part. I was bringing in the sensory stuff. So what was I seeing? What was I smelling? What was I feeling? What was I um, hearing? Like what was going on around me? Were there colors, right? And I was really letting my whole sensory thing because that is the realm of the subconscious, the imagination, creativity, right? So when we start to practice these things in our head, um, even though we might be dreaming of, a, of an upcoming goal or even a goal that might be you know, farther along in, in the future or whatever, um, the neurochemicals in the brain that, that get stimulated, this is why it's so important and exciting. And this is the, the advantage that athletes have sometimes is that when, when they do visualization and they do scripts and stuff like that, is those neurochemicals in your brain. They don't just stop in the brain. They go down and they start to affect your ability uh, to plan. They affect your ability to pay attention and focus. They affect your motor control, right? All these things that eventually lead you into action that can work in your favor to help um, provoke or provide an, a desirable outcome because this is what we know about the brain. You've heard this, I'm sure you've heard this, if you've listened to any kind of neuroscience or brain stuff, they say that the neurons, <coughs> the neurons in your brain, the ones that fire together, they wire together, they start to become, I call it becoming friends, right? If you're watching this right now, you can see me, but if you're not, I'm bringing my two hands together and I'm like sliding my fingers together like my hands, my hands are gonna hold hands, right? They become pals. So this process of kind of imagining what you want to happen in the future, it starts to create these neural pathways. Think about that. It starts to create these neural pathways and these neural networks in your brain, in your big old noggin. And then these help you to form new beliefs, a new identity, creating new habits, taking new actions, establishing new perspectives of what's possible. I mean, you guys, it's so unbelievable. It, you, you can start to view yourself differently. You can start to view what's possible 
this is like what I call being miracle-minded. It starts to help you to not only think in new ways, perceive in new ways, but to act in new ways. It's so incredibly powerful, you guys. So this is why we don't want to squash those little dreams. This is why I say, get your hopes up, get your hopes way up, start to think about it, start to visualize it, start to make it a pot because your brain responds, your subconscious mind responds. And this can determine things because what you believe, what you think, the stories you tell, the projections that you have, you put out onto the world. The world is simply, as A Course in Miracles says, an outward picture of an inward condition. So we want our inward condition to be in our favor, to dream those dreams, to visualize, to use that powerful like movie screen in your mind, to not just sit there and like hope and wish, you know, and, and have nothing. You have to be proactive. If you want the divine to guide your steps, you got to move your feet. You got to play a proactive role in the whole thing. So I learned about this process um, that gets used. And let me find their name because I always like to give um, credit where credit is due. So um, I think this came from, hold on, I know I have it here somewhere. Okay, so this was something, it's called WHOOP, W-O-O-P, WHOOP, and um, it was scientifically validated. It's a scientifically validated technique based on research from professors from NYU, okay, and their names are Gabrielle Oettingen and Peter Galwitzer. So what this does is it uses what they're calling like a psychological principle of what's called mental contrasting. And what it does is it imagine, you imagine yourself completing a goal, but then also, this is an important part, you brainstorm a plan to deal with some inner obstacles that might come up. So it's not just like hoping and wishing and, oh, it'll work itself out, whatever, I don't have to do anything. This is about playing a proactive role uh, in your brainstorming and in your imagining of you reaching your goal. So let me start with this. Here are some keys to the effective visualization and the effective imagery. First of all, you want to pick a goal that is like clear and measurable. <laughs> That's wicked helpful. You want to be able to envision it in detail. Now, if you're somebody who has a hard time just kind of seeing things in your mind's eye, sometimes you can tell yourself, tell yourself a story of like what you'd like to see. So if you're like, well, I can't see it in my head. I don't see in pictures. That's not how my brain works. Maybe you can tell yourself a story of what you would like to see. Describe it to yourself. That, that might be helpful, okay? Then you can write it. This is what we do as, as hypnotherapists is we write a script and then we read it and record it. So you can take this idea, you can envision it, you want to engage all those senses, right? What are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you smelling? Who's there? What's the environment like? What's the temperature like? What's the, where are you? What, do you, what are the colors like, right? The energy, just really envision it powerfully. And then you can write it as a script. And if you want to take it a step further, <laughs> yeah, I think it's further. If you want to take it a step further. You can actually uh, record it and then listen back because hearing things in your own voice sometimes is incredibly powerful. So I know that some professional athletes have done this is they kind of script out, 
they write out their own visualization and then they record an audio and then they listen to it. And then what it does is it starts to really program the subconscious. It encodes it in your brain. It gets it in your mind. Okay. This is wicked powerful. Uh, and bringing in those multiple sensory things, right? Remember it's like smelling, seeing, hearing, taste, touch, what, it, what's the energy? Like what's the environment? Is it warm? Is it cool? Like all those things, what it does is that lights up different parts of your brain. And that can give you, they say, I'm not, you know, I'm not a neuroscientist, but they say it can give you uh, better results. All right. So here's one of the things I want to say, this whoop thing, let's get to the whoop. So this is what it stands for. It stands for wish, outcome, obstacle, and plan. Okay. This is from the NYU professors. Okay. Wish, outcome, obstacle, and plan. And so this is what you first want to do. Okay. You want to write down your wish. Hey, here's, here's the, I'll hold up this sheet that I discovered. It's like, it's called whoop. You can see it. W O O P. So number one, you want to write down your wish. Okay. What's, what is an important wish that you want to accomplish, but it should be challenging, but feasible. You want to be able to actually do it. Okay. Uh, then you want to imagine the outcome. So what's the best result? What is, what is the thing that you want it to happen? How will it make you feel? Okay. Think about that. Then identify the inner obstacle. What's some shit that might get in your way? <laughs> what are some things that might prevent you from accomplishing this thing? And really try to just take a moment here to, it's to, for me, this is like foreseeing. Okay. This is the thing that I want. Uh, I can experience it. I can feel it. This is the, this is the outcome that I want, but I can imagine that here are some things that might get in my way. Then the P is develop a plan. This is the implementation and the setting of intentions. So as you imagine what um, the obstacle might be, this is when you say, well, when this happens, when this happens, then I will do this. This will be the action that you take. So you develop the plan. This is when you're implementing and having intention What's an effective action you can tackle that will help you to tackle the obstacle? So when this happens, then I will do this. So let me give you an example. Here's a wish of maybe like a kid in school, okay? It's a wish that is specific, okay? And can be accomplished in a certain time frame. This person says, I want to get an A on my biology quiz. What's the outcome? What is going to be the fulfilling and motivating and clearly visualized thing, right? You just break it down to the most simplest thing. If I get an A on my biology quiz, that's the wish. The best outcome is I'm going to feel proud. I'm going to feel pretty good about myself, okay? That's the outcome. The obstacle might be, it's the inner obstacle. These are not external obstacles. These are inner obstacles. And the inner obstacle might be uh, that I procrastinate right? I don't really uh, do what I need to do. I'm going to procrastinate. So here's an observer. Here's the plan pot, the P, the plan pot again. So you want to take an observable action and then you say, well, when I finish dinner, so it, what's the problem? Procrastination. So when I finish dinner, my action is going to be, then I will make five flashcards to like help me get my ass in gear and to do my studying. Okay. So you can kind of see it in action there. And this is a really powerful way uh, 
to, to do this. Remember, it's whoop and it's wish outcome obstacle plan. So that way it's not just like this airy fairy like thing of like, oh, I'm just laying around, blah, blah, blah. Look, I think laying around and daydreaming and, and being able to kind of just stare out the window and let your mind do things is very powerful. I think it can bring in new ideas. Some people call them downloads, like whatever, <coughs> inspiration, insights. I think it's all great. And there's also a way to be a little more proactive. So I think they both actually play a role because sometimes I just like, you see the floor behind me. Sometimes I like to just lay down and spread eagle and stare up at the skylight and just kind of let my mind like Wanda, just see what it discovers without any kind of constraint, construct, pressure, whatever. Just allow myself to be um, a channel for anything that wants to come through. So I just kind of go online. I keep my mind, my hat open and my mouth shut. <laughs> and I see what arrives. And then there are other times when I want to be more proactive. And that's when I might do um, a, hip a hypnosis script. I might listen to um, a visualization. I might do my own visualization, a practice where I'm using um, like my mind, like a big drive-in theater or a movie theater to see outcomes, to see it happening, to allow myself to feel. Cause I know that I'm letting those little neurons in my mind start to make friends with each other, start to wire together, fire together, start to create in yoga. We call them like samskaras, right? Patterns, behaviors, whatever. So we start to create these neural networks that 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 work in your favor at least for me i can speak for myself where it feels like i'm moving in the direction of um, a powerful outcome i always leave room for divine intervention ps by the way <laughs> that's the powerful part of get your expectations way up there and then if it doesn't work out the way that you quote unquote thought planned wanted Remember that, that old song, hold on loosely, right? Hold on loosely, but don't let go. So don't let go of the dream, but hold on loosely to the fact that your plan is not the best plan and something wiser than you, more loving than you, smarter than you, who has more omnipotent and wide ranging vision might be able to see a better outcome for you. There have been so many things in my life that I thought I wanted. And then afterwards, I just think with more age and, and uh, wisdom and hindsight, and better meaning, meaning making ability, I think, oh, Jesus Christ, thank God, thank God that didn't work out in my favor at the time, even though I may have been bummed for a little bit, I think like, oh, Lord have mercy. So I always leave room to change my mind, to pivot or to have a plot twist happen. I love a good divine intervention. So you guys, I hope this has been helpful to you in some way. Number one, get your hopes way up there. Dream a dream, walk as if it's already happening, okay? If shit doesn't work out the way that you were attached to or whatever, let go of that attachment. Trust that something better is trying to come through you, something uh, that is more, not only in your favor, but everybody else's favor is trying to come through. So you don't <clears throat> have to stay disappointed and discouraged. You just have your moment and then choose a better feeling thought, place your mind and attention on gratitude, on abundance, on what you already have, like go into the love space, make that distance, make that journey, that short distance from your head to your hat. Okay. And then here's the very practical things you can do with the whoop, the whoop, but you could also just do like visualization where you're scripting, where you're writing it out. You can whatever, or you can obviously hire somebody like me. I mean, that's the powerful thing about working with a certified hypnotist. 
um, especially with me and combining it. Well, that sounds kind of arrogant. I don't mean it like that. Well, especially with me. But what I mean is when you combine it with other powerful, practical, spiritual tools, it becomes even, even more um, effective because we're working on multiple layers, but using hypnosis to reprogram the mind, to, to learn how to use um, pattern interrupts, right? All these different things. It's such powerful stuff, spiritual work, brain science, subconscious reprogramming. That's all I'm saying. So there's all kinds of magic with that. So if, if that stuff, if you want to work with somebody together, right? That's what I do. Spiritual mentoring, spiritual uh, hypno mentoring, all that stuff. And then there's also the nest, my um, spiritual membership, mentorship and community. That's more like a group coaching kind of a thing. Um, so I hope this has been helpful. You guys, I hope you're walking away with something again. The whoop is wish outcome obstacle plan. Um, and just, just know that miracles, uh, of course, in miracles is a lot. I'm paraphrasing, but I always say it like this. Whenever there's a problem, solution is already on its way. The miracle is already happening. It's already on its way. And I really feel like if we can attune and align our minds, for a positive outcome, for a loving outcome. So we can start to kind of get the mind and the body in that flow of being more miracle-minded and more miracle-ready, more miracle-receptive. Oh, the field of possibility expands, man. That's all I want to say. <laughs> so I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, wherever you go, right? May you lead with love. May you leave yourself, the people, the place, the animals, the environment better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing. <laughs>